Hey, how you guys doing? It's producer my brother Thomas. Welcome to our House of the Dragon recap show. It is episode eight, y'all. We are in the final stretch of season one of its ten episodes. We have been doing kind of double blocks of things where you can watch these shows or listen to these podcasts back to back, as opposed to doing two shows at once. Uh, to kind of one beat our shot clock on on um, Zoom, but two, I think these digestible moments of like thirty minutes or less for a show that's over an hour. It's probably a little bit better, especially with what we're dealing with in terms of content on the line tonight. It's Plus, we dragons. can't keep it together for two, you know, a week. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's also that. Too. <laughs> also on the line first is Lady Dragonstone, who has all of our book knowledge about these Game of Thrones. Uh, this show, at least, say hello. Hey everyone. Yeah, that's right. Back for episode eight, and also it's Grandmaster Beavis. So even that, though you got that I've... tea, you got that tea, Grandmaster. Even though I've primarily been here, so I wouldn't get fined, <laughs> this was easily the least miserable episode of the series. Even though it was miserable for the people that were in it, yeah, but, it's not a good look. He for willingly came this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, there'll be. I, I got. I got a rant here coming up, and if you listen to any of the previous episodes, you will see that it's just I've been proven right about something. But whatever. All right, so let's get into it really, really quick. And my note here first says that part. Okay. So on episode maybe six, I talked about how they painted themselves into a corner about since you didn't have any black Valerians, or really any Valerians, I guess, in the uh, the original series. No, they don't. You're going to like paint yourself into a corner. And when you made them all black or the majority of them black, you were going to put yourself in a spot like, OK, so how did they all get killed or where did they go? And you're going to have to kill them. I mean, based on the history of this show, if a house is exterminated, it's exterminated. The people are all going to get killed. I'm like, well, how that going to look if you're going to just kill off all the black people that you're like, hey, you know, we want to be more diverse, but we're going to kill off all these people. So by the time we get to the 172 years in the future, there's none of them left. And that's going to start tonight. All right. So um, it starts off uh, with a uh, allegedly a raven is coming in. Is this our first mention of a raven? Has that mentioned it yet that the ravens are delivering messages? I don't really believe so. I think it's just kind of implied. No, they say it flat out in here that there's a raven that came in with this news about. So we're sick. Another time jump, y'all. Six years into the future here. Um, Lord Corliss has been at war um, with the Triarchy or whatever. They they're back. Yeah, they're back, baby. Better than ever. Triarchy too. Electric Boogaloo. And um, they are back. He's been off fighting a war for six years. He has not been back to the Driftstone. The raven says that he took a, a mortal type wound to the neck, a corsair, cut him in the throat, and, you know, the fever is taking over him, and, you know, he might fever. not make it back. The fever. And so his brother, <laughs> what is it, Sir Vaymond? Vaymond. They got to get He's better with these the names. Same. Yeah, they got better with these names. So Sir Vaymond has come to plead his case. Like, um, I, that's my brother. I should be the king of Driftmark here. Um, and you know, Coralis, and we talked about in the last episode, like, no, like, this is going to, you know, what, Luke, right? No, yeah, Luke, yes, this is going to Luke Valerian. He is going to be, you know, the heir of Driftmark. His wife reiterates that point to her brother in law, and he's pissed. Like, he's like, this should be actually mine. It shouldn't have anything to do with these, you know, essentially these bastard kids. Don't have an ounce of- yeah. <laughs> He didn't say it, but he wanted to. <laughs> these little whiteies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These kids, they got no Valerian blood in them. 
Why should that? Let's let's go to that. So that's our opening bit. And dude did a good job. He's gonna do another good job of ranting and raving here later. But um, that doesn't end very well. So anyway, so yeah, so now because he was kind of like the other black guy for most of the series, and now right. he actually kind of comes into his own as a character. Well, and then again, like since the fight in the against the crab people we really haven't seen many of the other black valerians to mm. be fair you know a yeah. little bit at the wedding but like not as like a house like oh this is a, a a large group of people that is whatever we haven't really seen that happen since that battle um but yeah whatever so yeah so that's that's that and then so we start to jump into some of the highlights um let's see oh wait a minute uh okay so yeah so now these two have been married. Uh, Damon and Renera are married. She's pregnant. They got two other kids. Uh, one of them is named Viserys, which we'll get to here in a, a second. Um, and then they also get this note. Damon got it while he was digging for dragon eggs, I guess, for his kids or probably for the one that's about to be born. And um, they get the note for about the drift mark and about the succession, about Lord Corliss also being uh, dead or whatever. And then they also get word about how ill that Rhaenyra's father is. So they're going to head off to um, to King's Landing to go see her father. Um, and, am I missing anything here? No. Uh, you might have glossed over, but maybe we didn't get there, the subplot about Prince Aegon. Uh, oh, we didn't his get mess. there yet. All right. Yeah, okay. So, oh, um, oh, yeah, that's in there. Yeah, okay. Your so, boy. In the hook. Yeah, so in the sixth boy. year, he's awful here. And that's with the N-word returns, and it's the crack of his white ass. That wasn't <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Cracker crack. <laughs> exactly. So oh, cracker. Um, so so some of the highlights here. Um, in light of um um Allison going batshit crazy, she found God. And so now we see the first remnants of the the, the seven. Uh, the gods or whatever, and all the imagery for that. Go ahead. I saw, you know, I saw that. And I was like, "Is that new?" Like, I because I mm-hmm. I tune this out so much. I'm like, "Is that yeah. that does seem like anytime they like zero in on a shot, I'm like, oh, I'm being hit over the head with something. This yes. must be important." Yeah. They definitely put the seven star thing up there on purpose. And yes, that was because she went nuts, and people were like, "Hey, she's crazy." But in terms of like, oh, I'm not really crazy. I just oh, Jesus. she oh. Okay, yes, I the, like they had, like she was like pursing her lips the entire episode. She was totally yes. just giving judgmental Christian. Yeah. Yes. Oh no. She that was, was that was her. That. that was her recovery path. Like, yes, she, that's right, it. Yep. she just took it the wrong way. She. Yes. I had to. I had to go find the stranger, son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, side brother topic. Stranger came upon me. <laughs> yeah. Side brother topic. I have. I have three Twitter pages. One is the Bengals, who is obviously this one. My other one is called Ce- Celebrity Apology Bingo. And so I made this bingo card with all of these things that when celebrities fuck up, when actually when celebrities used to fuck up and they did have to apologize, not in this era where nobody has shame or anything or whatever. But a bit essentially it's just, you know, I was drunk. That's not who I am. Uh, <laughs> it's like all these things on there. So, you know, you get that really good apology. And but yes, I found God is actually one of the squares on celebrity apology bingo. Uh yeah. so yes, this is definitely her place on a marker down. Uh so yeah. And also too, think about it if you want to talk about the par- parallels between this the second one. Once the kingdom finds God, you get all the religious nut jobs that'll go to war for them too. And probably that's what we're going to see. A bunch of religious zealots backing the crown. Uh when this so war Cersei happens. was like, Hey uh 
Aren't y'all supposed to be in church right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still on confused. Sunday at ten, right? Yeah. Uh, just checking. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Daenerys, oh Daenerys, wow. Uh, Rhaenyra and uh Damon get to uh King's Landing, and she's like, I don't recognize this place anymore. And then on the after show, we did watch that. They were talking about the contract, which I didn't notice. Like on the first episodes. King's Landing was all light, lit up, and like everything was happy and whatever. And now it's all dour and dark or whatever because the religion takes away the fun out of everything. Um, <laughs> so, so the high towers are ruling everything at this particular point. We'll talk about how sick uh, King Viserys is and what he looks like, by the way, because holy shit. But I will say, well, I'll we'll get to it later. But yeah, they're ruling everything. They got him dope sick. Uh, you know, that's the the king is dope sick. They got him high on milk of the poppy all the time, you know, and their explanation to Damon and Renera is like, well, you know, he's in a lot of pain and y'all never seen him because he's in that pain because you haven't seen him in six years. And Damon called him out like, uh, sure. Really? Is that really what it is? Or y'all just keeping him sick? So y'all can make all of these decisions. I thought that was actually a pretty good scene. Oh, he was great. He was like talking about like, he was like, we are not, I don't rule, I, my, my father and I have a hand, we are just acting in the king's stead. And he's like, how is he ruling the kingdom? And like, mutters and barely breaths or whatever. Yeah, or something yeah. along grunts, the line. He delivered yeah, it better than I did, obviously. And I was like, what are y'all doing? You're just grasping at control. Just admit it. Admit you're doing it. And move on. Well, they can't admit it at all at this admit particular it. time. Yes. Oh, yeah. So... We're the crown at the king's at the king's council. We must do what's best for the realm. You know, like we have to do you know all of those types of things because you know the king is sick and we're acting in, all, in the, the realm's best interest and not necessarily whatever. So then we finally do get a chance when they get a chance to see the king when Damon and Renera go and see. Um, it ain't great. Uh, <laughs> there's that meme from uh, <laughs> Kirby enthusiasm like, when are you gonna die? Because that ah, he's awful. I mean, and again, he's just—it's it, been a progressive thing, but with the time jumps, it's kind of lost a little bit of its emotional weight. So it's all shock value now, Grandmaster, right? Well, it is, but you know. So I read an article uh, about from the actor, and he was like, his perspective was that Viserys when he made the decision for Emma, who obviously is still on top of his mind because he called his current wife that Mm -hmm. like when he made the decision to try and to basically kill her in -hmm. hopes of having the heir they'd always wanted, like that's in a sense where he gave up on his own life. And so he was just starting to have this, um, the symptoms of this disease. And so I think that the way he has portrayed this is that the disease is a penance for that point in his time. And that he, although they've like treated him with whatever, like he hasn't actively sought out, you know, a resolution to this issue because it's his penance. And so I have to take it as that's how this, that's how he portrayed this character and regardless of how it might have otherwise been written. But I mean, this is, I, I thought this was, you know, for, for a, for a, a king who was weak in a lot of ways, the same way that, um, that, uh, What's his name? Because I flushed this to the Baratheon king. Mm. Robert. Robert. Yeah, in the same way that Robert was weak as a king, um, you know, Viserys is weak in trying to keep the peace and not taking people on, trying to keep the peace in the family. Like, 
you know, this disease is his penance for some of that decision as well. So I thought I, the, the, I like that this was sort of the culmination of his story and, and a lot of, a lot of regret, but also in some ways a lot of redemption as well. He gets to go out and I, I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit and I was listening to one of our Game of Thrones podcasts from before when I got talking about flushing names when, uh, was the lady that went out like a G? The, uh, the road, the, the queen of, queen of thorns or whatever her name was. was yeah. The was one it? who poisoned Joffrey. Yes, the one that poisoned Tell Joffrey. Cersei was hey, me. What? Yeah, tells. Oh, sorry. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Those books have been written. No, I guess these yeah, books haven't been written. Yeah, but anyway. They haven't been read because you told me the first uh, yeah. book was but bad went, and I haven't yeah. finished it yet. Well, she went out like a G and we talked about her going out like a G. And, uh, Viserys goes out like a G. Like he really, yeah. actually, like he goes out as strong probably as you could get somebody to go out and shoot them, girl. Um, all right. So yeah. And I do have a note on here. You talked about that being his penance. And that's, that also comes to the fact that you could have told that story with better storytelling and acting. Mm, yeah. But, you know, but six years ahead. Uh, yeah. And I have a note in here about the, the dude's doing a great job of acting as the king there, whoever that was. Oh, no, he's absolutely great. And the funny thing is, I read this thing on Instagram, this quote that uh, the actor Patty Constantine had said. It was like, I got like this letter after the first episode, couple of episodes aired from George R. R. Martin saying, Oh, you portrayed the character better than I wrote it in the books. Or something yeah. Like that. Your Viserys is better than my Viserys or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, so when Renera and, and Damon talked to the king, they, you know, Damon's just like, man, you look sick. Oh yeah, by the way, this succession shit, like, I know you about to die and coughing up lungs, but we <laughs> really need to talk about this. Um, you know, and, you know, the king kind of perks up a little bit about that particular thing. You know, he's uh, confused, but he does perk up with the idea. Yeah. Like, well, you know, and they show him as his blonde grandchildren. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, look at these little lighties. Those are those other dark heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that. All right. So my next note here is Prince Aegon is a whole ass rapist. Um, mm-hmm. We get a scene. Which is very reminiscent. Well, this is very reminiscent from a scene from the previous show as well. Um, but yeah, so, uh, one of the, uh, the knights comes to the queen and is like, yeah, there's a situation that we need to deal with. And when she does finally go over there, you know, she goes in there again, the N word returns so we could see his white crack of his ass. That was the only nudity in this. And, you know, it's like, she goes in and confronts him, but it is before, after she has spoken to like the servant girl that he had, you know, kind of like that kind of, he raped her and like bent her over or something like that, took advantage of her. And then, you know, Allison goes full of the seven Christian, like, Oh, you know, that's terrible, but that shit was your fault possibly too. You told too many people and you better take this plan BT because we don't believe in abortions, but you need to take this fucking tea, uh, because we don't want to have any little bastards running around like this. So, you know. It, it, it very very similar to a previous segment in that show, correct, brother? I mean, I was I was halfway assuming it wasn't that tea; it was just poison. But I, I, I thought she was gonna I kill her. Told, kill her. I thought yeah. she was gonna die when she went in and hugged her. I totally thought she was gonna have a yeah. knife. I know, right? I, I was, was like, yeah, yeah. Previous show that would have definitely happened, no doubt, right? Like, in the book, the, yeah. Previous show, she would have died. And in the she book, they died. portray Aegon like because the thing that we haven't really talked about yet is that Allison, instead of marrying the cousins of Viserys and Helena, her only daughter, she decided to do the 
truly Targaryen thing in there for your customs mm. and marry Aegon and his sister Helena and yes. they're married and they have kids but he never really liked her they had a couple of kids together well, yeah but even then he found her weird the crazy then, one yeah yes <laughs> the crazy yeah. one like yeah yeah that loves the and the bugs and shit like she's walking weird. with spiders on her hands What's wrong with her it's worse than Allison and her hand thing yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah and so when she does so bizarre country, and that <laughs> came and went like and that yeah, was like just, it wasn't it never came back like yeah. they made that such a thing in that episode every scene mm-hmm. was just like her picking at herself and that, no, no i'm good no. I, that was the thing it's i did a while thing that people that I saw have the maester he cured it i saw the maester he gave me some milk at a poppy I, i'm good um they put like some doo-doo under my nails and i just can't <laughs> mess with that now <laughs> so but she comes in and she's like, what the hell? What happened with this Dana, Diana girl? That What happened? He's like, leave me alone. I'm trying to go to sleep. And she's that like, whacks him across the face, you know, and she's like, you're she really, but she's like, you're not even my son. Like, I mean, she kind of gives him the disown at that particular point because. Um, How are you going to call everybody illegitimate and then disown yeah. your own children? Exactly. Everybody's like, you're illegitimate. Yeah. You're illegitimate. <laughs> Everybody's always Everybody's illegitimate. illegitimate. You yeah. don't have any parents. Yes. Oh God! I mean, I, he just I, again. I admire him because he's just such a fuck up. He's jerking off windows. He's freaking beating oh, up little yeah. kids. Also, it's kind of like he's what if Tyrion bully. was Cersei's oh. son instead of her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's I want to do friends. all that stuff. I don't really have ambition. Yes, and yes, as Lady Dragonstone did allude to, she he is married to his sister. Not nasty. Yeah, that's just gross. Um, yeah, that uh, yeah, that's just. But I I have a bone to pick with the particular part. Yes, it, uh, even they in the weird because like George R. R. Martin's like a British certified historian, so his specialty is in like British history. Like they were Catholic for a really long time until they formed like the Protestant Church thing, and though they allowed the marrying of cousins in the Catholic Church at the time, their consanguinity law ended at siblings, and yet here we are. Just, here we are. But my other really bad bone to pick with this is like, they made this whole thing of, oh, we're not going to show sexual violence against women, but we're going to allude to it. Like, yes, I was like, yes. you could have completely done that plotline with something else, just make him an absolute screw up in another way that didn't have to be portrayed as sexual violence against women. Like, if he's like, we're not going to show it because I'm assuming on the old show, that was probably something that was very graphically shown and horribly portrayed. And yes. But yeah. if you're, constantly, but yes. if you're going like, to make this point of we're not going to show it, but oh, we're going to allude to it. You're not actually going to see it. We're going to allude to it. Why just why have it in there at all? Just take it out. There's no real point to it. You could have right. been pissed off with him in a bunch of different ways. It didn't have to be that uh, at all. And that's been one of my primary complaints about the show is like that we're going to be different. We're going to be better. But it's just we're going to do we're going to do the exact same thing differently right. and try and tell you that we're better. And that's. I would have just been like, hey, like, this is the source material of this dude who obviously has issues, and we're just going to put more of it in front of you. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch it, don't. that's fine, yeah. but we know you're going to because y'all can't get enough of this. Right. I mean, that that should have been what they said because that's what they've done. Yeah. I agree 100%. Uh, the other child in this situation is Prince Amon, who is now a, a dragonstone, won't get it, but this is just Jason Mewes with an eye patch. Uh, Grand Mason, like, completely. and how did he become the biggest one? Like, yeah, I guess he just he like shot up half everybody. Yeah, right. He's like, I mean, and he has the look of like 
a Targaryen in that, you know, in the mm-hmm. sense that he's like so freaking he gets it. That's Drago Malfoy right there. Yeah. Like, I mean, like he's definitely like wears the evil well on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been cause... calling him Baby Damon. Yeah, because yeah. he because uh, he's towers over his his the strong the strong boys yeah, and his brothers. Yeah, it's just yeah, he's it was weird. Yeah. Um. So the Valerians do show up to um to King's Landing, uh, because there's wind up going to be a uh a petition about the succession of uh the throne on at Driftmark. So um. Baymon shows up there with the whole crew, or whatever, to back his claim. He meets with the high towers, and it's like, look, you know, everybody knows him, some bastards. I should be the ruler over there, and if you, you know, side with me, you know, you'll get our fleet of ships or whatever. You know, again, playing the Game of Thrones here, kind of trying to solidify their, uh, you know, their army for this upcoming war that they know is going to happen. On the other side of that, Rhaenyra meets with her aunt. That Rainey's was her yes. aunt, right? Yeah. Yes. Rainey's like, was no, right. Rainey's was her cousin that became her mother-in-law. That hmm. now is the grandmother, air quotes of her. It's the stickiest of the icky, children. is what it is. Yeah. And she. And Renera is like, hey, you know, I had nothing to do with killing your son. Like I really did. And and in theory, she's not lying. Um, <laughs> in theory, since he's alive. I have nothing to do with that. Rhaenyra telling it. these half truths by this tree is just a thing yeah. now. I didn't sleep uh, with David. Oh, yeah, she I did lie up by that tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, ain't, I didn't put that together. Um, and she's like, you know, if you, you know, side with me or whatever, you know, it, it would be what Lord Corliss had wanted anyway. So, you know, you should side with us. And, you know, hey. I, I said to Lady Dragonstone when we were watching this, uh, that's probably one of the, the characters that we probably got shortchanged on is Prince Rainy or whatever. <laughs> like that lady, awesome. every scene she's that she's awesome. in, and we don't get like nearly enough. Like it's always in, you know, kind of, you know, kind of background support or whatever. And obviously, she's a supporting character, but again, stretched out over time, that character probably gets a little bit more run where you can see kind of, yeah. you know, her intentions, her thoughts and processes or whatever, but we don't really yeah. get a chance to see. Um, and I so. think the irony of those two is like, you could think that if, you know, Princess Rhaenys didn't get chosen instead of, you know, Vener- Viserys got chosen instead of her, she could have said, okay, you know, he's he's now made Rhaenyra his ear, his his heir, let me try and support her and advance her. But that's not really what we got. We got the, oh, no, you're they're just toying with you. You're going to get screwed over, too. Right. And so it was kind of odd that, again, it feels like this whole era for this whole family is missed opportunities. And I think that's a lot of what this episode is about. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of the adaptation in the books, because in the books, Princess Rhaenys in Hopefully they go on later preparing this as they deepen into our character is an avid supporter for Team Black. She is Rhaenyra's like right hand woman until on her unfortunate death. Like it's like she really Spoiler really alert. Her. She's oh. gonna die. All these people gonna die. This is 172 years of her life. And um like she's really in support of her, but you get that line in episode two that, that's like men would rather put the realm to the torch and see the woman see a woman uh sit on the iron throne and it's like you can see where you can see from two perspectives. You can see either like she's warning her, like this is not going to be easy for you. You think this is going to be some sort of easy succession, which I still think Rhaenyra is a bit 
ignorant because she's not been building an army in the way that the Greens. No, are. that's a good point too. Like yeah. the Greens, they got Vagar. They got the other two dragons because they have Sunfire, which is Aegon's, and then Dreamfire, which belongs to Helena. They have Otto already building up these resources, these allies, having this primary position at court. And that's where she messed up at leaving. She wasn't there to shut the rumors up because her dad couldn't do it. And she just kind of messed it up and let everybody whisper and go crazy. And I'm just going to bring it back to another Tyrion quote. I In the book, it's like, if you cut out a man's tongue, you only make people fear what he has to say or something. Which came to the situation about Cersei being like, if they keep calling my kids incest babies, I'm going to have everybody's tongue ripped out that whispers like this vile, this vile gossip. And yeah. that's the same concept happening here. Like, rip a man's tongue out. You only fear what he has to say. And that's I think what we're... Tyrion said to her. And she's like, you're just adding gasoline on top of flames. I think, we're gonna, I think we're going to get some point there where Renera is going to do this freaking thing that Allison did last episode where we're going to see her go batshit crazy and it's just going to be like, oh shit, you know, she's going to hulk up and start doing all these things. And it's really not, it's going to come out of nowhere. It's like, mm-hmm. what, where did that come from? You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of much like freaking Daenerys, you know, kind of the, where the build was there that she was going to turn heel. Like when it finally did happen, it was like completely over the top. Yeah, fuck all coming. So it was completely over the top. So whatever. All right. Dinner bitches is my note that says, um, so if the king is being kept dope sick, um, you know, there's a moment there where they're kind of trying to dope him up and they're kind of changing his bandages and those types of things. And he says like he wants to have a dinner with like all his family or whatever. Like he doesn't, you know, when they try to give him milk of the poppy because they obviously don't want him doing any of those types of things he's like no you know i don't want it or whatever like i'm good and he's in pain he's like kind of you know going over that but he's like yeah i want like all of my family together or whatever so then we get to the thing in the throne room about the air where their petitions are going to be made and this is the part where i got i wouldn't say angry but it's like you see and you know surveyman gets a chance to go and, you know, and Otto is sitting on the Iron Throne, you know, and I rule for, you know, my word is from the king or whatever. So, you know, which is total bullshit. And so Sir Vayman comes out and he's just like, you know, look, you know, my brother may be lost at sea or he might be dead. I don't really know. You know, I'm his brother. I should be his heir. It shouldn't be like this kid, you know, he's, you know, but without going into his parentage or whatever, initially, he's just like saying like how this is. This is the succession that should actually happen. It shouldn't wind up going to Luke. Um, and, you know, uh, when Aaron interrupts there a little bit and Allison cuts her off, like, you'll get a chance to speak in a minute or whatever, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then he gives his speech about, you know, why he thinks it is. Renera gets a chance to give her speech. But while she's doing that, and this is where we talked about where the king goes out like a chief. Like, you know, the throne opens up, you know, he gets the, you know, the first man, the handle, like he gets the whole thing. And it's so funny because I'm watching that and, you know, I'm looking on the HBO Max like timer thing and whatever, and I can see how much time is left. They could have easily sped him up to get him to the throne, but by playing it out like in real time, it made it even more baller. Like I was like, yeah, much more like, it, like it was like, man, they could have been like, you know, we, I, I don't know, like I was just like so impressed that they dragged it out because it took minutes for that man to get to that throne. And I mean minutes. And they dragged it out. He's got the mask on. It's covering up the part of his face that's getting eaten. Like, I mean, Grand Maester, tell me, man, like a straight baller move. 
It was great. And the shot clock just came up. Yeah, 10 uh, minutes. Oh, like, yikes. Everyone he shrugged off, his crown fell off. Yeah. It was, this was great. I mean, yeah. as you know, and as weak as he's been, and this is his standing, and he, you know, this is his moment of like, look, yeah. I don't have much time. Here's what I want. Yeah. And the cool thing was, you know, as he's almost like faltering, he makes it almost the whole way and he falters mm-hmm. and who's there for him, but his brother, right. his brother, who as much as he's been pulling the strings and in, in, in different sideways directions all the time mm-hmm. has never really contested with him directly for the throne like this. And he's there for him, puts the crone back on and he sits on the throne. And he's like, why are we going to have why this conversation? This is all settled <laughs> next. Yeah, it's like, yeah, why are we here? Like, this yeah. is no point of having this conversation. The, the succession has been determined. Yeah. It's going to be Luke. That's what Lord Corliss wanted. My cousin or niece or whatever the hell she is, she's going to tell her. She's like, yeah, that's exactly what he wanted. And then that's it. Yeah. And that sends Raymond into an absolute rage. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, for lack of a better term, he goes there. You know, he's like, these kids ain't got no Valerian bud. They're no relation nephew to me, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and he could have stopped. He could have stopped there. Wouldn't have been a big deal. But, I mean, I think we all know that dude that's just going to go there. Like Kept it real. Yeah, he kept. When keeping it real goes wrong. (laughs) Goes wrong. Um, So. uh, (laughs) Well, and Damon, too, was like, say it. You know, like, you come this far, say it. Because I I will say that. Damon just likes chaos. I saw the meme. Um, There's a thing in there where he's going off on his speech before the go off part, like on his original, original speech. And he looks at Renera and she looks at him and she's just like, just gives him a nod, like, you're going to have to kill this fool. Like, it's just going to happen. <laughs> the most subtle thing of all that she's just like, it's going to happen. And, you know, he's going off and he gets to the point where he calls him a bastard. And, you know, everybody, oh, you know, and the king is like, the king is like, you know, I'll have your tongue for that. And don't get the tongue. And, I mean, that, the most, my note says this is the most violence we've seen in this series. Like, this but barely common. Well, actually, that wasn't even commonplace in the first one to get cut through the face. I mean, we yeah. see some beheadings, but we didn't see nobody's faces get chopped in half. Let him um, keep his tongue. I mean, you let him keep his tongue. Yeah, that, that's a great line there. Yeah, he can keep his tongue. Progress for Damon. Yeah, and I, again, you put yourself in a corner. Yeah, you paint yourself completely in a corner. You, the only way to get rid of all these black folks is to kill them at this point. And that's just not going to, what are you going to do? And then if you do it off screen, that's even worse. Like they can't go out like ballers. The um, of oh, you know, there was a big sea and the whole family was lost, you know, a big storm at sea and the whole family was lost. Yeah. And are we, worse. are we going to see Corliss die too? Or yeah, is he going to, he's going to die off screen too? Yeah. I'm it, pretty it, sure Corliss will die. Yes. Two episodes, I guess. But yeah, I, I thought that was great. Um, and, it was amazing. Yeah, it was a great scene all together around, you know, and then, hey, you know, we just cut the black dude's face in half. Let's go to dinner, everybody. And so we get to the big dinner scene and essentially the king is making the speech that he made in the throne room after old boy got his eye cut out. Like this shit has to stop. Like I'm Mm -hmm. dying here. Like he takes the mask off. Like, look at my face. Like I'm dying. I am completely out. If you're going to do it for, you know, for the kingdom, do it for me. This old ass man that's your 
fucking father, your grandsire, your like fr brother, like do it for me, you know, and that inspires Renera to be like, you know what, I'm sorry to these freaking high tower people. Let's break bread. You know, we used to be friends and an elephant does it there. But then my note says here, the kids are all assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this moment where it's supposed to like, you know, again, but if you don't do this moment, then there's no show. Like I get that part, but it just all starts off, you know, there where, you know, Aegon's, you know, messing with like Luke because he's going to be married to the Balon, the one of the twins. Balon, Reyna, Balon. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be married to one of those. Married. They announced that. And he's like, Oh, you know, you'll get a real man at some point in time. And then that sets him off and they bring the pig out and then they start laughing at Amon because how he was the, and then you know, couldn't get a dragon. With, uh, yeah. Amon's wife. Yeah. And, and, and they start yeah. dancing with his wife and then that mm -hmm. didn't help anything at all. And then she you liked know, when him better than Aegon. Yeah. yeah. And then Amon, when Amon goes to give his speech, you know, he's like, you know, you know, he says something to the boy, like, no, these boys are Brave, strong. 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 Let's give it up to these. Strong yeah. boys, and that yeah, and that sets them off. And then it was just you know the king them they're dying in the background, you know, oh, oh okay. you know whatever they have to wind up <laughs> wheeling him out of this joint. And you know everybody's just the kids are just jerks. And again, Blade Dragon, so you tell us, you know, the next section of these books or whatever deals with the warring between the siblings, correct? Yeah, you see, they got older, so they're obviously not in the thing as much anymore. So you get to see the real battles between the kids. I mean, like, Allison's, like, the puppet master, but obviously Aegon's there being the little puppet that he is. I, I thought that was great. And then our final scene, make, make sure you get the dagger in it, by the way. Our final scene is where, as when Renera went to go first see her father, was kind of reminding her about the story of fire and ice or whatever. And then when Allison comes back in the scene, he thinks, because he's under the milk of the poppy, thinking that he's talking to her. And all that bitch hears is Aegon, King, uh, Aegon, Prince, and Promise. She's like, "All right, bet that nigga." <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting her to come back in the scene with a pillow. I thought yeah. she was gonna smother him. Yeah, like, that's I, all I didn't I think he was dying of yeah. natural causes. Yeah, I think that was all I heard. You know, a little aid. Yeah, and he goes out. You know, see it saying his original wife's name, and then boom, that's it. You know, and now it's on because she's thinking like and this is what he said, and that's not it. Book when he right. dies is really something good and like the last two lines of the chapter after Viserys died is it's really great it's and the storm broke and the dragons danced and that's just such a really great like I read that in the book and I get goosebumps all the time it's such great foreshadowing and I wish that they I hope they incorporate that into something in the show to have somebody say it I just wanted them to say it so bad yeah oh um, all right so who wins the week here y'all Gotta be the king, right? Went out like a G. Went out yes. like a G. Went out like a G. Uh, well, yeah. Yes, All I right, King Sarah. I don't think anybody really won. No, Sarah's like, went out like I've a got, G. She's like, I got my little proclamation that my little freaking annoying rapist son can be king. Yeah. I, I mean, don't tell me, but I'm curious to see what his future is. But I'm sure it's not great. Um, <laughs> ah, shut it. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. So is the shot clock reminding us down at two. Mm -hmm. Got to wrap up here, but yeah, I, again, you saying, yeah, you, but you said it though. It's gotten better now, you know. And again, and we'll talk about this at some point in time in a different podcast. You know, it's all about sticking the landing on these shows. You know, even though this one will be coming back, it's not a one-off. You know, do you stick the landing in episode ten 
where it's just like, oh, snap, I can wait the 18 minutes, 18 minutes, 18 months, the two years it's going to take for this next season to come out that I'm really anticipating that, you know, and that's kind of where it gets for me. Like this I is think where it gets. the challenge of this show is, and particularly with the recasting and the time jumps, is like you you relate to these shows because of you relate to certain characters or you get behind certain characters, and there's almost no chance to do that in this show. You don't get to fully see their development yeah. if you're jumping. Yeah. Like like I said in episode seven, like if you having ten episodes and forty total episodes in the show, go ahead and stretch this out a little bit. Like you don't need to you don't really need us to you don't need to take us to win Daenerys is born. You really don't need to do that. You don't I I, I for me, you don't necessarily need to do that. So, all right. That's Jack Clock is winding down. Remember, I'm the producer of this podcast. Uh, you can find us on Falcon, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and on the YouTube page if you search at Brothers Count. All right. I'm it. signing off. We missed Hutch again, man, because I'm trying to not clowning. But down the streets. He's got yeah, life. Yeah, Friday night. night. He can't be sitting at home podcasting. This is true. He's got life. All right. Lady Dragonstone, go ahead and sign off. Jeros y las, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, for peace. Hi, Valerian. Yeah. I did it. Ha, ha, ha. I'm so proud of myself. Get grounded. Exactly. <laughs> Take it, your computer. Uh, uh, <laughs> Grand Mason, go ahead and sign up. See you next time. All right, everybody. We will see you on the other side. Peace. Peace.